You are on Underground STL Live. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking with? This is Emos. Did you order Emos? Yes, we did order Emos. So are you here? Yeah. Okay, we're coming down. Yeah, you can't just let a horse run wild and That's free. That's literally like, the same. It's like, let, it's it's like <laughs> hang for... <laughs> they want to change the name of the whole city and area of St. Louis. That's the dumbest shit I ever fucking heard in my life. Call it St. Louis, bro. We are, we are number three out of 384 cities in the country for beer yes, drinkers to, to come be. here and actually beer. Yeah. Yep, yeah. we're meeting up, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, baby, I'm gonna take you to Applebee's. We're gonna get the two for twenty, okay? <laughs> and then we're gonna, and then we're gonna go. We have great self control. You don't like liquor? I don't think liquor is important. Uh-huh. I don't think you need it from day to day. Somebody buys it just to say that I bought Nelly's mansion. Is this a goddamn sheep on natural breed? A natural breeze. Dad, I did an overnight tour there and we experienced a lot. I would definitely say that it was fun. Hey, Joe, you, you directed the uh, the movie, right? You don't get this on any of the mainstream uh, media about St. Louis. You don't get this on KSDK, what? KMOV, uh, Fox 2, who? KPLR 11. No way. You don't get this on 105 the Point, okay. KC 95, uh, 92.3 WIL, say whatever names. the hell. Okay. <laughs> you don't get it there. You get it. You get it right here at Underground St. Louis where we go deep. What's up, what's up, guys? We are live. Yeah, welcome to another Underground STL Live episode, a show that brings you a street-level view of the greater St. Louis area, taking you deep into the topics that matter the most to St. Louisans. I'm your host, Sam Catanzaro, and with me to my left is the man with the magic fingers pressing all those keys, the producer of this podcast, Booster. How are you, Booster? I'm doing fantastic, and I gotta be honest, it's nice to be seen in my real dimensions for once, because yes. I don't know if you guys can tell. This is what I look like in real life. I don't always show up. Like, You're not a big head. Yeah. Typically, <laughs> typically his camera is really, really close, and we've been getting a lot of complaints that, hey, why is Booster's head so gigantic? And I say, because he's so smart. And uh, and then they don't believe me, and I just say, oh, they, it's the camera angle and all that yeah, kind of it stuff. It must be the but, camera angle. Yes. No, guys, we have a great show for you tonight. But first things first, somebody just messaged me uh, before the show started. Uh, we have uh, a birthday shout-out, a birthday tomorrow. Birthday shout-out. Big fan of the show named Vince. His mother messaged us, said, hey, it's his birthday tomorrow. I don't know if I'm embarrassing him or anything like that, but... Vinny, happy birthday, man. Thank you for watching the show. It's fans like you. That's why we do this. It's St. Louisans right. like like Vin. Vin. Uh, Vince that we do this for. So, yeah, man, Vincenzo. happy birthday. Yeah, Vincenzo. Oh, oh, happy oh. birthday. Or, or in Spanish, feliz cumpleaños. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Alles um gutes Geburtstag. That's in German. Yeah, yeah. Deutsche. St. Louis is, we're, we're very 
Happy birthday, Ben. We're very diverse. All, all languages. Yes, happy birthday, Vince. Uh, thanks for watching. Stay tuned. We have a great show tonight. Uh, our last show, last week, Booster, we had on Angie from Angel P Entertainment. And she yes, is... Uh, so, so this Saturday, the 22nd, is a rave. It's called End of Dazed. Uh, 21 and it is this Saturday and the cool thing is is she gave us a video um, of the warehouse so it's it's downtown in St. Louis and it is this warehouse it's anonymous you won't know until the day before exactly where it is but it's this warehouse in downtown St. Louis and they are converting it into basically like big party space it's 10,000 square feet like that's that's think about that that is five times bigger than the house that I grew up in. That's crazy. 10,000 square feet, and it is being converted into... There's a bar that they're building. They're having two rooms, a whole bunch of DJ stands and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Booster, play it. huge that is definitely huge huge that looks huge and they'll have all that junk cleared out for sure yeah absolutely they already had like a wedding there too so that was um that that was cool so guys if you are not doing anything and you want to rave this weekend uh at uh on saturday the 22nd you guys can uh follow end of days 21 on facebook okay guys if you are also watching make sure you like and follow us on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on uh, Twitter, Instagram, basically any social media platform. Follow, uh, you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. And make sure to visit our website, undergroundstl.com, uh, for more insight and more of an exclusive look. We've got a lot of stuff on there, articles, oh, yeah. podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Uh, check us out because we go, go deep. deep. All right, so we are drinking. What are we drinking tonight, Booster? <clears throat> uh, we are drinking Passing Clouds, one of my favorite beers in the entire world. Uh, it's made by a local brewery called Rockwell Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, there it is. Beautiful can art. We featured it before, and we keep going back to it. Honestly, it's it's delicious. It's yeah. the perfect blend of flavorful and crisp. You got to try it if you haven't tried it. Passing Clouds by Rockwell Brewing Company. And that's not the only reason we're bringing it up, is it? No, we are not bringing it up just for that reason. This, this is actually Booster's favorite beer. So anything, anytime that I Legit. see Rockwell in the news, I like automatically think of Booster. And sometimes like Booster's like, you know, he tells me like, oh, hey, you got to try this or hey, you got to try that. And me like I'm I'm more, you know, set my ways. My my feet are kind of stuck in the mud sometimes. And I'm not I'm not all one to try Guinness. new things sometimes. Yeah, Guinness. yeah, exactly. But he but he told me about Passing Clouds and I was like, wow. Wow, Rockwell is awesome. And Rockwell is actually expanding. So their main location is on Vannevenner, okay? And uh, they are expanding into St. Louis Hills now. Um, and for those of you that don't know St. Louis Hills, it's the neighborhood. Uh, Ted Drew's, I believe, is St. Louis Hills. Yeah, Francis kind of, Park uh, is in St. Louis Hills, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, they are actually expanding. And this is really cool. So Francis Park 
in the St. Louis Hills neighborhood. Uh, it will be the site of the forthcoming Rockwell Beer Garden, not just a brewery, a garden uh, with a food counter, concession stand, outdoor dining and gathering uh, space. Launched by uh, it's launched by the craft brewery itself, so it's it's Rockwell Beer Garden, and they're renovating Francis's Park, uh, Francis Park's uh, 1929 area, uh, or the Comfort Center, and uh, it's the building adjacent to the park's tennis courts. And, and if you have ever driven by Francis Park, you see a bunch of the tennis courts, see a bunch of people playing. Uh, but yeah, it's opening later this summer. The space is described as a focal point for community gathering within the park, completely with plenty of outdoor seating, fire pits, and an outdoor recreation area. And these images that we have popped up right now, these are, this is the concept art of the area. So this is not actually done. This is just concept art. Um, but yeah, this is going to be an homage to St. Louis's uh, beer garden culture, or beer garden. I can't say it in German, Booster. Beer garden. Be- whatever. Uh, the, co- the co-founder of Rockwell... <laughs> Uh, James Sanders uh, is apparently a St. Louis Hills native and has lived there for years, and he is super stoked about the project. So that's why they're bringing it to St. Louis Hills. And uh, in, in addition to uh, Rockwell's beer, the beer garden will serve wine, cocktails, alcoholic beverages, and food, described as family-friendly, uh, described as a family-friendly uh, uh, fair. And they got full-service dining, which will be available. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's it's... It's good. I'm I'm excited about it. Any any time that any any time somebody says to me, "Hey, you know, Sam, I think the city is a dangerous place." Um, you know, St. Louis City, like one of the most dangerous, you know, cities in the world and all that kind of stuff. Um, I tell them, "Dude, drive through St. Louis Hills. Drive through Southampton where we yeah. are." I mean, you you see old ladies sitting on the <laughs> sitting on the porch and knitting and reading books and this and that. Family. People, people are walking yeah. around with families, dogs, waving at one another, you know. Yeah, St. Louis does have that reputation, but um in in certain areas it's great it's it's like it's i wouldn't even call it suburbia it's like the that old style city neighborhood that that you have uh southampton has that st louis hills definitely has that and this coming there rockwell's beer garden this is only going to contribute more to that kind of atmosphere oh definitely i mean i gotta be honest with you looking at it it looks exactly kind of like it's actually modeled on a german beer garden so yeah. it literally like the picnic tables is like straight out of Munich, like exactly what it looks like when you actually get to the uh, Biergartens in Germany. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I'm like excited about it. I think that St. Louis being the like number two or number one beer city mm-hmm. in the entire United States, like we got to capitalize on that. We got to have outdoor spaces, yeah. places where like, you know, families, dogs, anybody can come and congregate. Um, and just have a good time. And the fact that they're going to have food on top of it, even better. Uh, I hope it's German fare because I love a good bratwurst. I, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's awesome. I mean, it, so, so there's, there's actually a beer garden style. There, there's actually a style of like architecture. So, I mean, I layout, would, like how it is. I mean, is like that tempor- a real thing? Like temporary, like facilities. What usually happens is, is it's in a giant tent. Um, we, generally with like long picnic tables, and then you have the like beer filling station where they have like multiple taps going at once. You have like a person whose only job is just to lift kegs and put them back, like and like switch them out. Okay. Um, and then uh, if you guys have ever been there, the girls in the dunda uh, skirts or the dunda uh, roca, which is dress, 
Um, or like Charlie's Angels. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Charlie's you know, Angels movie basically. with Cameron Diaz, <laughs> Drew Barrymore, Lucy Liu. Yes. Um, yes yeah, but those yeah. girls can lift like a like. Oh, really? Eight, like, so they're like the Helgas. Eight or ten. Yeah, the Helgas. The Helgas of the. Okay, wow. They can lift eight or ten like giant mugs of beer and bring them over to That's you. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. No, so yeah, Rock, Rock, uh, Rock. Rockwell Brewing Company or Beer Company is opening up a beer garden and that's going to open uh, later this summer. So guys, if you're if you're there, check it out. It's a great outdoor experience. There's a lot of outdoor experiences that have been popping up lately around St. Louis. You have Nine Mile Garden, mm. that's one. You know, now you have this place and they're they're all very very close. So it's a it's a very, you know, family friendly fun environment. Uh, definitely. To definitely check out. So, yeah, I mean, I am excited. I'm going to be praying that this beer garden takes off. I would say the weather in St. Louis is also very good. Are you going to be praying? Are you going to be saying a good prayer, be, for, yeah. prayer for weather? I'm going to say a nice prayer. Okay. Well, I'm glad um, you said that because that brings <laughs> us to our featured song tonight. One of them, actually. And that featured song tonight is Prayers by Sixes High, who will be performing at Diamond Music Hall Thursday, May 27th at 8 p.m., along with a sick lineup of bands. I mean, if, if you their, their event, May 27th, if you guys go to Diamond Music Hall's uh, Facebook page, uh, you'll see the picture. They just have a whole list of bands. It's awesome. Six is High is one of them. Local band right here in St. Louis. So, yeah. Stick around, guys. More Underground coming up next. We will be talking marijuana in Fenton. Okay. Mm, all right. Mary, Mary Jane, the devil's lettuce here. And much more. But without further ado, here is Six is High. Go and find a 
That was Prayers by Sixes High. That you know what? That is an that's an actual cool name for a band. I like that name. Sixes High. Yeah, some some band names I hear and I'm like, wow. Isn't that kind of based off like Aces High? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think like Sixes, like maybe they're, you know, playing off like the satanic, you know, six 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 or something like that. Or like six shooters. Yeah, yeah. Aces High is just a cool name, but yeah, Sixes High, uh, yeah. And then the the other band that we got coming up, Atlas on Fire. That's another that's another yeah. kick ass name too. Uh guys, that was again, that was Sixes High. If you know anybody in the St. Louis area that is a musician, an artist, they're part of a band, whatever. We will feature their music here on the show. We love to promote local St. Louis music. It's one thing that doesn't get promoted. It doesn't get promoted on KC95. Really on 105.7 The Point, they don't really promote a lot of local music. They... It's it's really it's really hard to find, and we you know those bands need a platform, a jumping off point, and that's what we are here to do. So guys, send them our way. Uh, also, if you are watching again, like, comment, share. Follow us on all social media, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts. Do it. Okay? Visit undergroundstl.com because we go deep. deep. Yes. Okay. So, Booster. Yes, sir. Jazz Cabbage. Devil's Lettuce. Okay? <laughs> Mary Jane. <laughs> Marijuana. Whatever you want to call it. Okay? Guess what is happening? They are what? putting a medical marijuana. Actually, a medical marijuana dispensary just opened in Fenton. Oh my I know, right? Oh, 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 oh. Oh no, oh, I got oh, I got a oh. I got a good one. I got a good one. Peace up, F Town Down. Oh, oh Fenton. <laughs> yeah, no, so Fenton kind dirty. Kind Goods, uh medical marijuana dispensary called Kind Goods. Very they kind. opened this past weekend in Fenton. Uh they're located in the popular Gravoy Bluffs shopping center. Uh it's in front of a Target. The shop aims to prove that healthy communities can be built around its responsible use. I think so. I think that's with anything. As long as you're using it responsibly. You know, like alcohol, alcohol can be fun as long as it's used responsibly. It's when freaking, uh, it's, it's when people don't use it responsibly that it turns people off. And that's, that's a no go. So yeah, absolutely. I never really had a problem with, uh, with medical marijuana or marijuana mm-hmm. usage, it, I, I had a problem with you know like the the douchey stoner type. <laughs> well, I, I think you I know, think most like in like intelligent stoners also have a problem with that. Yeah, uh, you know the, you get kind of like tarred with that same feather, uh, if you will, uh, uh, as the people who are like, yeah, man, oh my god. Oh, this this artwork is so trippy. Like, yeah, I, I I just can't not, I can't really get I can't really get get on that. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's just me. Those are the people who are like too into like they watch too many like you know American Pie movies when they were young and thought and, you know that's I'm like that I'm like that with alcohol when when somebody's like yeah we're gonna do all these shots and I'm like <laughs> bro keep it down you know like what the hell are you talking about uh, but no yeah so so Kind Goods just opened up and the Kind Goods mission statement. So this is their mission statement. Uh, And it makes a strong connection between cannabis use and compassion. Okay. This is from Riverfront Times. So they say that, quote, from cancer recovery to managing PTSD to aiding people with disabilities, cannabis has an important role to play across the spectrum of human wellness. I think that that's... I agree. That's fair to say. I agree. Yes, in the in the three situations they mentioned, I thought that was very well thought out. Absolutely, because a lot of uh, a lot of people kind of like place some sort of like healing power 
almost like a like a mystical mythical thing. Yeah. Like like crystals or but some, it is like, homeopathic it is medicine. it is though scientifically proven to slow it. What it does is it doesn't it like slow down cells so then it could slow down tumors, um, all that kind of stuff like tumor growth right. and, and all that kind of stuff. And then it does calm you down. So if you're having PTSD and you're going through a moment, Very you know, hearing gunshots or this and that, whatever you have it from, if you do it too helps much, you calm down. If you do too much, it will do the opposite though. So you need you need to be able to understand your dosage. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's it well, and, and I think why like, edibles and like other, like other techniques of like inhaling are really really useful. Yeah, because like the, the more it becomes like more refined and more like uh, typical, more like it tessellates better. The amount of because uh, that's a big problem is that potency is not really understood. And so, like, one dispensary to another, you might be getting, like, the same size gummy bear, but one might be, like, ten times stronger than the other. And that's what I think is, like, I feel like I feel like thing. that's I feel like that's anything, though. I mean, it, you, yeah. that's anything medical. You need to watch your dosage. <clears throat> and every dosage can, um, can you know, a different dosage, a different amount can affect everybody else. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're open now. Now it's medical use only. You have to have a medical marijuana card. But in addition to the usual flower pre-roll and vape pens offered by most other medical marijuana shops, Kind Goods also offers extracts, tinctures, uh, along with topical products and everything. I I used a CBD oil. I I hurt Mm -hmm. my knee and I used CBD oil on my knee and that, that was... That was great. I mean, I can't say that it, you know, it how it cured the, you know, cured it all together, but in, the in, inflammation went down after the CBD yeah. oil. I mean, there is there is something to it. So, uh, yeah. I honestly think that's like the biggest problem is the myth that it's a cure-all. It's not. It's really not. Like what marijuana will do for you, and I know this from personal experience, um <laughs> is that it will uh Mr. and Mrs. It. Booster, if you are watching oh, right God. now, your baby boy doesn't <laughs> smoke, okay? <laughs> All right, I live with the guy. All right. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Well, I used to. I'm a former stoner. Well, we also we also have like uh we have uh we have Chelsea down uh yeah. in the comments and Chelsea said Chelsea. every every strain can also make a difference. So there's different strains for mm-hmm. different things and primarily all there there are two main categories sativa and indica mm-hmm. indica is kind of is typically characterized by more like purple flower which one brings you which one like kind of brings you down more like calms uh, you more indica I, I know it's all a hot indica, indica. okay yeah mm, that's more of like a like a chill out like you're not going to get up for a while type uh uh, high yeah. whereas sativa generally it has a kind of like more of an upper that's what, like what a lot of like creative people take before they're like maybe they're you know artists or something like that they do it for inspiration some people like some poets used to drink before they yeah. did stuff some comedians drink before they go on stage so it's not you know a lot of people use like whatever kind of like uh, uh resource they will uh to be able to perform the way they need to in their particular field yeah, I think I think I think everybody has that that muse or you know all that kind of stuff. Like my buddy Tony, he has a he has a um, a whiskey coke when he draws. He's a cartoonist, mm-hmm. and he and he sits and he has a whiskey coke. He goes, man, it's just so relaxing. Like, and it's not like he's getting you know shit faced, but he's just he just got a whiskey coke. I tell my father all the time. My father, you know, uh, he graduated high school in the seventies, right? So he's like big seventies rock and roll guy, and smoked for years. Okay, Marble Lights was his go to uh, pack. But I tell him all the time, he. He has he has permanent spinal cord damage, and I'm like, Dad, like you know, 
maybe look into this CBD stuff. Maybe look into this, mm-hmm. you know, this THC or medical, you know, all that kind of stuff because uh, I mean, could um, it hurt? It, well, no, and at that, at and he's point. constantly in pain. The man has such a high pain tolerance, though. I it's it's but I uh, but yeah no I and I, I, that's how that's how I kind of got started researching mm-hmm. it because I I've never I've never smoked I mean the man know, literally so. went on like full on scout trips with you and me yeah like when we were younger yeah and it's like he did that rocking. after his accident it had permanent spinal cord damage yeah. hiking through hiking through mountains and rocks Shout and all Mr. that kind of stuff Zero. yeah I mean he yeah definitely but uh I, yeah I, that, I started looking into that and that's how I kind of got interested in it for my father not yeah. not for me like I. You know, I'm high on life every day, you know, and, and this and that. So, uh, but yeah, no. So, guys, Kind Goods, uh, there will be two other Kind Goods stores opening this summer. One in Manchester uh, on Manchester Road and then one in St. Peter's on Veterans Memorial Parkway. But the Fenton shop right now is the only location that is open currently. So get your medical marijuana card and head on down to Kind Goods Definitely. in Fenton. They're not Kind Goods is not the only business though, or Rockwell is not the only business that's uh Rockwell and Kind Goods are not the only businesses that are opening and expanding There's all that kind of stuff. One? There's a third one. Uh Apotheosis Comics is opening a second location on Cherokee Street. And so I, I believe they're the one that they have now is on uh Grand and the um that that one's really cool and that one's really famous right you can go there you can drink and you can read comic books and kind of lounge around Definitely. all that kind of stuff um but this one that's going in on Cherokee Street I think that it it fits with the theme of Cherokee Street I always joke around and say like Cherokee Street is like the hipster but if you look at this image on your screen right now uh where the giant Indian statue is that red door used to be foam and foam used to be a a coffee bar that would have um, a bunch of live bands that would play there. That was a music venue, a coffee bar. They closed December 2019. We kind of covered it on the show. They started to go fund me. They tried to get it in, and it just just wasn't working. So foam closed. But the cool thing is, is that location is just prime spot on Cherokee Street. I mean, it's right by the Cherokee Indian statue, and Apotheosis Comics is going is going there. So, um, yeah, you know, in, in addition to offering an expanded selection of graphic novels, comics, pop culture items, and art, that's what Apotheosis Comics uh, does. Their new corner shop will also open a to-go coffee service. So if you are a fan of foam, there's still going to be coffee at that location. Um, and it's going to be in partnership with a well-known local coffee company. So we don't know what local coffee company that it's in partnership with yet, but... Apparently it will be. So, have you ever been to Have you ever been to Apotheosis Comics on Grand? I haven't. No. Really? Are you I, Are you a comic book guy? Are you grab it? You're a You're a uh, uh, What What's the Japanese uh, Whatever anime fan. anime. You're an anime or, fan, or, but you're or not a an otaku for those of us. In okay. Anime. Okay. But you're not a You're not a comic book guy. You're not a graphic novel guy. Help I me mean, out here. How can he be an anime guy? Isn't so, anime basically just animated comics? Like what's uh, come on? I mean that is technically true. It's okay. a, I mean, It's a little simplistic. And generally, like mangas, like they feature more like uh, sexual and like adult themes than you can generally get away with in American comic books. Yeah. So you you tend to have more like like uh you know like slavery and like sex and like uh, et cetera et cetera. Wow, that's um violence, you know, blood, okay. uh, all that kind of stuff. Whereas like American comic books, like you know uh you know the vintage ones especially are like very like kind of like scrub clean. Yeah. Violent references and they have kapow instead of like gotcha blood coming out. So or anime like is that. more like 
more the realistic. Game of Thrones. Yes. Of, okay, all right. Good analogy, actually. Cool. So, like, comic books are like the Marvel movies, and anime is more like Game of Thrones. I mean, even the Marvel movies have more violence than the comic books do. Some some, some comics, though, like, I've read, I've read some comics, and there is there is violence in them. True. It, true. Uh, it all depends Recently, on what you're... Uh, uh, in particular, I actually do own one graphic novel that I really love. And so, hold on. We got, we got somebody just commented oh, yeah, down okay. on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. Arvon says, I think we all know Booster's reading catalog. Slavery, sex, and blood. That is what you said. So I'm a little... I. All we right. we are Fair across enough. the hall There's from one another. We live together. I'm going to be There's locking also my door like tonight. There's also themes like government toppling it. and like revolution and stuff like that. It depends on what anime you're talking about okay. or manga. But I was going to say that one of my favorite graphic novels that is like Americanized, but it's also very violent, is called The Killing Joke. And it's a Batman comic, yeah. and it's one of the darkest ones. I've heard of that. Ones. That's yeah, yeah that's it's very the one dark. where Barbara Gordon gets shot. Okay, I don't ruin it for him. What if they want to go? They they got to go down to Apotheosis Comics once it opens go on Cherokee Street and buy it. Yes. So yeah, no. If if coffee isn't your thing though, because they're serving coffee, the new Apotheosis Comics will also have canned cocktails, beers on hand, and a sidewalk patio which can seat as many as fifty people. Uh, the grand opening of the new shop will be on Free Comic Book Day on Saturday, August 21st. So later on this summer, kind of when Rockwell uh, is set to open. You know what I love about all these businesses opening, what? though? They're kind of having an outdoor thing. I think everybody kind of learned that COVID really fucked over people that didn't have any outdoor presence. True. And now if people get the chance to have an outdoor presence, they're taking it. Because if this ever fucking happens again, they're like, okay, we at least we have an area where people can sit outside that's ours additionally i would say like square footage inside you're paying rent for Mm -hmm. whereas square footage outside you're not so i mean in general it all depends it all depends on what kind of it depends on what landlord yeah Yeah, exactly so yeah so guys head on over to apotheosis comics crack open a comic book okay you can go there day you can go there night when it opens uh you can go there when the moon is shining and that brings us to our next featured song tonight and that is moonlit Eyes by Atlas on Fire. Again, another kick-ass name for a band. Okay, sometimes you get these bands and you're like, what the hell kind of name is that? Atlas on Fire, Six is High, great freaking names for bands. Uh, Atlas on Fire, they will also be performing at Diamond Music Hall Thursday, May 27th at 8 p.m. along with another sick lineup of bands. Again, go to Diamond Music Hall's Facebook page, uh, look them up, it's, it's great. Stick around, guys, more underground coming up next, but for now, here is Atlas on Fire.
what's up guys? Thank you for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. Every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Make sure you tell your friends, tune in, we'll see you there. That was Atlas on Fire. Again, you guys can catch them um, at Diamond Music Hall this upcoming Thursday. No, not not tomorrow. DMH. Not tomorrow, Thursday. Thursday, May 27th. Uh, but yeah, man. Yeah. So we were talking about comics. Hold on. So I think like one of the one of the most famous comic book characters ever. Gotta be Superman. I don't like Superman because I think that they nerf him in the comics. And when I say nerf him, I mean like nothing freaking happens there's got to be kryptonite involved to weak him there's got to be this and superman wasn't necessarily meant to be like this god that can fly around the earth and push it here he was supposed to be like you know he could jump really high you know he could he could stop a train but it would take a lot you know like but that that's what it is he was never supposed to be this super yeah. all-powerful being and i think that that's really what what killed I a hundred percent agree with you actually. Yeah, yeah he is there's no adversity way too powerful. Mm-hmm. And most of the and I've watched a lot of like the I've I, like seen a lot of the comics and I've seen a lot of the cartoons and it's like there's literally been three people who can take him on. Brainiac, Dark Side, and both of those are just like fighting the strengths, and then Parasite. Not a well-known character, not a well-known villain, but he he could just like suck Superman's power. I, you know, and that's he why put I, him in a full Nelson. That's why I like I like Captain America as you know the flagship guy for Marvel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, Normal and, and, guy. And then He's Iron juiced, Man. But... Yeah, exactly. Like like Captain America is the Superman of Marvel, and then a Tony Stark Iron Man mm. is the Batman of Marvel. I like them because you actually see them struggle. They they battle adversity. Batman, you see that with Batman, and that's why I think Batman is everybody's favorite DC superhero. You don't see that with Superman. You don't see that. You know, it just it's just stupid. I mean, it's just. I mean, because he's mortal completely. Like he is just a guy who trained himself well. Like there is that element of like, like struggle. Like and uh, you know, mature themes. Like even in the bat, yeah. the Christopher Nolan Batman's. Like I mean, like you, you see him struggle. It's like, a, those are very adult down themes. Over yeah, and absolutely. Over again. We have Chelsea down in the comments saying, and then of course my third tattoo was a Superman tattoo, and I literally hate it now. Waste, ha, ha, ha. waste. We have definitely. Dara saying, uh, "Oh my gosh, the cutoff." Yes, I am wearing a cutoff. Thank you. Uh, very Hoosier-ish. Mm. Uh, yeah, somebody somebody says down in the comments, Spider-Man, um, all that kind of stuff. We have somebody saying uh, that Booster needs a girlfriend on YouTube. Somebody said Booster <laughs> needs a girlfriend. Uh, maybe reading way too Working much. Working on uh, it, okay. <laughs> watching too much anime, reading too many comics. So anyway, no, I just wanted to bring that up about, uh, about Superman. But okay, so speaking of Superman, in the chef world, okay, in the world mm. of cooking, okay, you familiar with Chef Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay? You mean chef? Chef. Head chef. Head chef, Mr. Chef, whatever Mr. you want to call Ramsey. him. Oh my god, that guy. Lord Supreme. I love chef I love Ramsey. watching him because I first saw him in Hell's Kitchen, I'm like, man, this guy's an asshole. But then when you watch him with kids and then you when you watch him and you oh, get yeah. it. Master Chef. The kids. Only, yeah, yeah, the only the only reason why he's like that to the adults in Hell's Kitchen is because they're adults, they can take it, they need to know what it's like under pressure. It's not and even he, that, actually. It's the Hell's Kitchen people are actual kitchen like cook mm-hmm. professionals. 
they're supposed to know what they're, they're supposed doing. to know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's why um, I, I love watching them though because you see the softer side of them and this and that. He Definitely. really he really knows his shit. Definitely. I loved watching Kitchen Nightmares and he, he's not really he's not really uh, you know like he is on Hell's Kitchen, but then he comes into Kitchen Nightmares and he's with you and he's patient with you at first, but then he tells you how it needs to be. And if you get up into his face, he's gonna get up into yours. And he's one of the most badass British guys. Don't make him tell you twice. Yeah. If if I was if I was captured, I'd have him and Jay. Jason Statham, come and save me. Uh, Jason Statham to actually <laughs> rescue me, and Chef Gordon Ramsay to actually have a plate of food there, you know, because I'd probably not have eaten for a while. He'd also probably be able to like humiliate some of the guards. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. your piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, uh, speaking of Hell's Kitchen, the reason why we're talking about this because Hell's Kitchen is in its twentieth season, and uh, a St. Louisan, a St. Louis chef, uh, is going to be featured on Hell's Kitchen. Trent Garvey also known as Chef Gravy. And we got a picture of him right here. Uh, but yeah, he is the executive chef of the Blue Duck in Maplewood. So he is on the left right there. Obviously, the one on the right is Chef Gordon Ramsay. Uh, I love that picture of him, too. That's just mm-hmm. It captures his whole personality on uh, Hell's Kitchen. But yeah, this is going to be, this season is going to be called Young Guns. And the reason why it's being called Young Guns is because they are having chefs from all across America that are around 23 years old. And they're already chefs. The cool thing is, is I believe that Chef Gravy on the left uh, at the Blue Duck in Maplewood, he's the executive chef he's been the executive chef there for three years the guy's only 23 and this is this is a picture of the blue duck in maplewood uh i love their food there i've only been there a couple times but they have great food can you imagine that though booster 23 and he's he's already an executive chef i mean that means Ugh. that that he is working <clears throat> his ass off Definitely. i i was i was Clowning around at 23. I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do at 23. And this guy's an executive chef. So I, man, I wish him the best on the show. I don't know. You know, you know it, it, man. You like to cook. What, what would you I, think? I really like to cook, but I'll be honest with you. Like, that would be intimidating to me. Yeah. I've never been in a professional kitchen. I've never gone to any kind of culinary school. So that kind of environment is kind of foreign to me. Right. Where it's like, I mean, a lot of those people, they, they get separated into specialists. Yeah. So it's not like you're, you know, you're constantly doing everything. You got one person you doing have, fish, one you got person. You a saucier yeah, who's yeah, like, that's their, their and, only job yeah, is yeah, just yeah. to. So the head chef and the sous chef are typically the only people. And like most of them are just like checking and making gotcha. sure that what the other chefs are doing is right. There, that, but there's the guy who's like in charge of the grill. So it's like you do the same thing for like six, seven, yeah. eight, ten, twelve, thirteen yeah. hours at a time. And so you better know what you're doing because we were just talking about how like Master Chef, he's a little bit easier. He's a little bit, yeah, yeah. Because they're home cooks, they've never been Chef Ramsey, man. He's yeah, he. But anyway, this guy from Maplewood, the Blue Duck, he's the executive chef, twenty three years old, and he's gonna go there. Now this is this is For one sure. thing I po- I posted this. Um, I wrote an article on this. You guys can check it out on undergroundstl.com. But uh, he's gonna be going on the show. You know he's gonna get butchered. Everybody does. They get butchered by Chef Ramsay on that show. I never really hear within the first like you know few episodes of Hell's Kitchen. The I mean, seasons they, that they I've whittle watched. it down to one person. Yeah. So. so it's like I mean everybody at one point is going to get berated. And when I posted this, I had some people commenting like, "Why would you want to do that to your business? Why would you want somebody like your head chef that cooks that feeds a bunch of people to go on Hell's Kitchen and get 
reamed by Chef Ramsay. Like, couldn't that hurt your business? And then I stopped and I thought about it. I'm like, guy's a professional. He knows what he's doing or should know what he's doing. But then also, anybody that's going on Hell's Kitchen, anybody that's going on there, it's publicity. They're yeah, getting attention. For sure. And you got you got to be on Hell's Kitchen with Chef Ramsay. And that is a stressful environment, Hell's Kitchen. I mean, they they literally only had the dinner service, I think, from one time to another. At least that, that's how it looks on the show. And, um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I think it's good for him. I think it's going to be good. He even I, I just hope he doesn't get eliminated. Like Trial the first hell. one to get eliminated. Yeah. 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 But yeah, if, you, you if you've that. eaten at the Blue Duck, though, if you've eaten at the Blue Duck, he does a pretty damn good job. They're... I'll oh, have my, to check it out. Oh my been. damn! It's it's, cra- I mean it's it's a lot of um, yeah. It's just it's just good. You guys got to go on there and, and look it up. Like there's so many good items. Is it I don't like even southern know southern cuisine or it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of like barbecue type. Oh, okay, you know gotcha. what I'm saying? Yeah, but um, um, southern mid all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's basically comfort food. How they describe it on Facebook is comfort food, uh, comfort food with a twist. Food. Yeah, that's comfort <laughs> food with a twist. And they have they have a lot of craft beer. On tap there uh, in right. cans there, all that kind of stuff. They make like cocktails and uh, yeah. So I've been there twice, once to eat, second time okay. to drink. So yeah, guys, check this season out, Hell's Kitchen uh, season twenty. The cool thing is, is they're not just picking any chefs. Obviously, like we said, they're picking guys that are twenty three years old, uh, but these are guys that really couldn't afford a hundred thousand dollars for right. culinary school. These are guys that actually grew up learning how to cook from YouTube videos, you know, and and going back and forth and um, same way yeah. I did. Yeah, exactly. And and so this is like these these are the uh, these are the underdogs that For are getting sure. a shot at this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, definitely get on there, definitely support them, and uh, head on down to the Blue Duck in Maplewood because it's just it's a fun time. I like the Blue Duck; it's a good place. Uh but yeah, man. There are no blue ducks. There, except for that one. Well, exactly. It yeah. sticks out. That's what it is. Oh. Okay. What are you gonna? <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? A brown That's duck? And you know, well, I've seen a brown um, duck. You know, I'm, a green I'm duck. Sorry, a sir, white duck. Sir, no, no, that no, is no. not. That's not the correct coloring for a traditional mallard, which right. would be native to this right, no. region of Missouri. <laughs> Like if somebody's like, "Hey, you want to go eat at the brown duck?" I'm like, I'm, "I've seen brown ducks." Like, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but somebody's like, "A blue, a blue duck." A blue duck. I'm in. I gotta yeah. say, there's a blue duck. Wait, hold on. Is this a real thing? Is he holding just, his yeah, breath? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. On that note, <laughs> let's close out the show, guys. Thank you all for watching another episode of Underground STL Live. We go live every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Live. on Facebook and YouTube. If you are watching, I know you are. Make sure you invite your friends to follow us. Okay. You make sure that you're followed. Subscribe to us. Okay. On all social media platforms, spread the word. This is St. Louisans helping St. Louisans. We are bringing you a street level view of the greater St. Louis area. We do this for you guys. We do this for St. Louis. This is Sam and Booster of Underground St. Louis signing off. And as always, we We go go deep. deep. Yeah, baby.